Let's start the morning talking about Biscayne Bay. What? What did you just say? Biscayne Bay. What's that? It's an area in South Florida. I thought it was a muffin mix. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought it was like a new rapper. How dare you? <laughs> Don't shame Biscayne Bay that way. Because okay. they recently reopened a park that's been closed for more than six months for renovations. Mm. And some of the new amenities included a rebuilt seawall. Well, that's good. Okay. A walking path along the waterfront. Oh, nice. that sounds lovely. But the most notable feature uh-huh. are the 53 brand new solar-powered light poles that fully illuminate the park after dark. Wow. Okay. Just one problem, though. Local state law says the park must close at sunset. Wait. Right. So why? So why nobody they... will actually get to see these brand new lights. <laughs> I bet they're so expensive. Why oh. would they put in 53 solar light poles if it's closed? <laughs> yeah. Good question, Brooke. <laughs> Rumor is the park looks really cool at night. Oh. But you're not Nobody's allowed ever to... going to know. Uh-huh. <laughs> But Biscayne Bay says they invested over three hundred grand into oh, their wow. brand new safety it. lighting system, oh, which in hindsight gosh. maybe not the best move. Wow. But the mayor wow. says it's still good for local police officers because now they don't have to use flashlights to search the area oh. for loitering homeless people because <laughs> yeah. it's really easy to spot them in the empty, okay. very bright park. They yeah. just bought the cops three hundred thousand dollar flashlights. So <laughs> like kick a couple people out at eleven PM is worth that much money. <laughs> You know, I'm just glad that where we live, the city never makes questionable head-scratching decisions. Oh, yeah, never. Taxpayer oh dollars are invested wisely, yeah. and they always fix broken bridges on schedule. Oh, right, Brooke? Right, Brooke, yes? I was so close this morning to taking the lower bridge and just getting my $75 fine. Because oh, I'm not allowed dude. to take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I didn't do it. I'm it's, too cheap. You should move to Biscayne Bay. I hear it's lovely. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into the shot collar question of the day. Yeah. No bucket today. I think we're just going to Digital Jake, and he's going to ask us a fun trivia question. Okay. That's correct. Cocktails remind us of vacations on sandy beaches, Ooh. relaxing poolside lounges, or just a yeah. Friday night at home alone with an eager mannequin. Oh. Yeah. oh. Mm. <laughs> That's why it's time to put our pinkies up and our pants down. Let's go. Because it's National Cocktail Day. Okay. Yeah. We're celebrating the tasty alcoholic beverages we've all come to know and glug. And that's why each of you will be asked a special cocktail trivia question in a sip and slurp one and done shot. Alexis, you're going first since you've only been drinking for seven months, right? She's like, I'm ordering a vodka crayon. I do yeah. love those. Soda. <laughs> We're like vodka soda, so oh, no one can help her on this one. Just a heads up. Aww. Okay. In the 1940s and 50s in New York City, cocktails were all the rage. Tell me, in that area, what was the most popular alcoholic drink that nearly everyone ordered? Do you know a lot of cocktails in general? No, really, I only know anything that involves tequila. Can we at least tell her, like, <laughs> the 40s and 50s, we would be talking, like, post-World War II. That Just... should help. You're a big war buff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that is very helpful. I know what everyone was drinking after wars. What are some so cocktails? Hard. Name some um, cocktails. Okay, there's margaritas. They were not drinking those, though. I'm thinking it's going to be something. Oh, Manhattan. That's in New York. We're going to go with that. We're going to go with the Manhattan drink. Ooh, the okay. lights just went off. I don't know if that's right, but it's a good answer. Back in the 40s and 50s, New York's favorite cocktail was made with whiskey, sweet vermouth, yes. and bitters. I don't even know the ingredients. Also known as a Manhattan. Oh, That war hint really helped you out. I'll watch you. Under the person who's been sipping cocktails from the youngest age, which cocktail was once described as, quote, the only American invention as perfect as the sonnet. 
perfect is the sonnet? Wait, wait, Alexis, a sonnet's a poem. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What kind of quote <laughs> is that? <laughs> um, okay, this is going to be a real stretch, okay? Mm. All right. Just because of the quote and it being a literary reference, mm. I'm thinking of what Ernest Hemingway would have drank. And okay. I'm pretty sure he was really big into like rum and daiquiris because he spent a lot of time in the Florida Keys. How do you know that? Did you date? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you date? <laughs> it is hard because you have to think of drinks that are just American drinks. And sure the way thing. that they're describing it so flowery and so poetic, it has to sound like a classic American drink, which makes me think apple teeny. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, gonna be helpful. I was going with old fashioned or sex the on the beach. Logic. Okay, I'm actually gonna stick with daiquiri. Ooh. Yeah, oh. the cocktail that was once described as the only American invention as perfect as the sonnet is the martini. Oh, oh. oh. Rook will be it's getting like shocked. Okay. That makes sense. On to Jose in Sex in the City, Carrie Bradshaw's cocktail of choice is a cosmopolitan. Yeah, but in the TV show Mad Men, what is Don Draper's favorite drink? Oh, man, I don't know. I've I never, never watched this. this. I haven't seen it either, but I can picture him, right? And mm -hmm. he's like a powerful man. I would just say he's a whiskey on the rocks type of dude. He is a New York ad guy. Very yeah. high-powered business person in meetings yeah, all so day. Right. Like, I keep thinking about whiskey because I agree with that. And a lot of times I have it on the rocks. But you know what's good and old-fashioned is literally a Jack and Coke. Like a whiskey with it's a not splash, bad. Uh, you know. But I think you can on go the rocks, Cuba, Cuba Libre and add a lime on, to it. Yeah. Ooh, fancy. Whiskey on the rocks counts as a cocktail, though. That's not really. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna me. stick with whiskey, and I'm gonna just gonna say uh, a Jack and Coke or whiskey and Coke. If you're walking the halls of Sterling Cooper Draper Price, you might see Don Draper drinking his favorite drink. That's an old-fashioned. Oh. I keep saying old-fashioned for everything. Yeah. In my head. Dude, they're so good. Oh, yeah, they they're are. amazing. Brooke and Jose are getting shocked. On to Jeffrey. Cocktails became popular after alcohol was prohibited in the 1920s, and that's why speakeasies began to sell inferior liquor because it was easier to produce. Uh -huh. Other than fruit juice, what did they add to mask the foul taste of drinks? Oh, man. Oh. Hmm. My instinct is more alcohol. See, I was thinking, like, you know, it's prohibition. They're just adding liquid morphine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, it was yeah, asbestos. Exactly. <laughs> well, so if it's not fruity stuff, what else is sweet that's not, like, so fruit? Bitters. Bitters are a big deal, oh, right? Bitters. In She's right. Cocktails. Yeah. Bitters was really big back in the day. Everybody And I feel like they used bitters for, like, medical reasons. Bitters but, is a really good answer. Um, I'm thinking this is prohibition. They can't get their hands on a lot of ingredients, so they got to get creative. They can't just go to the store. Well, they no. have to do, like, maple syrup. <laughs> or they have to do like butter. Ew. No, or I mean they can go to the store and buy non-alcoholic things. They just can't buy alcohol, so that's why they're mixing it with the sweet stuff because it's like moonshine. And club soda, I think just club soda alone was like a huge thing. You know the big bottles. And yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like clowns would use them in their. <laughs> <act>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'll go with your guys' answer. I'm a little skeptical, but I'll say soda. Mm. In order to mask the inferior taste of this poor alcohol back in the 1920s, <laughs> speakeasies would add fruit juice as well as honey, honey. to mask that poor taste. Oh. It was like your yeah, closest you're close. answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, Alexis is the only one that's safe today. Yay! Wow. Everyone yeah, else is getting shocked while singing a song. Well, okay, we're oh, all going to okay. be shocked together. And somebody wanted to hear Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. 
So you're a tough guy, like it really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Chest always so puff guy. I'm the best guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, I need a, a drink. Me too. It's a shock collar <laughs> question of the day. Phone taps coming up in just a few minutes.